Good afternoon. It is Saturday, January the 7th, 2017, and I am about to record my first podcast. Um, and this podcast is really uh, my thoughts and, and lessons I've learned as I prepare to count down to 40. Um, I'm going into my 40th year. My birthday is in just a few days on January the 12th. Um, This is Saturday. My birthday is on Thursday. And so I wanted to record, I guess, 40 lessons that I've learned before 40. And and these are in the line of thoughts. So uh, for this episode, I've titled this Old Enough to Know Better, Young Enough to Still Do It. And um, it really came to me from a, uh, I think a lot about rap lyrics and different songs, but there's a a fabulous song where he says he's old enough to know better, young enough to not give a boop, trying not to curse. Um, And I think that's my attitude and my mentality is, uh, you know, I'm not, I don't know if you can call yourself a spring chicken at 39, which is what I'll be on my birthday. Um, And so as of late, I've been referring to myself as a summer chicken. I think I'm still young. Um, I think 40 and 39 um, is still a young age. I certainly don't look my age. I feel amazing. Um, But there are some lessons. I have been living long enough to know certain things. Um, And so there's three things that I've been thinking about um, in reference to old enough to know better, but young enough to still do it. And the first one is about being scared. Um, And I think fear overall is good. Fear is good when you learn how to leverage fear. Um, You know, I heard on another podcast that fear is good, and I think this is true because it causes you to be thorough and be prepared. Um, An example I have of that is public speaking. For many years, I was not afraid to speak in public. I did it for many years in front of hundreds to, you know, sometimes thousands of people and never thought twice about it. Um, And then probably in the last two to three years, professionally, anytime I've been asked to speak, I have felt I've had a crazy stage fright. Uh, I've gotten the shaky voice and the rapid heart rate and the dry mouth. And, you know, it shocked me, especially the very first time I experienced it. Um, uh, And so since then, I've had to prepare and to practice getting ready for public speaking because I still have to do it in many ways in my professional life. I'm forced to do so. And um, because I am afraid of having that feeling and I'm scared to get in front of people, uh, I, I am always prepared and I am very thorough. And as a result of that, when it is time, the, my my nerves and my anxiety about delivering um, are significantly reduced. Um, but there's been other situations where, and I think we've all experienced it, where you've been afraid to do something. And um, in those moments, there's a lot of times that I've stepped away from something, stepped away from writing or stepped away from doing something like this um, just because I wasn't sure of the outcome. I can think of a big example just recently in the last few years, I'd taken up running. Well, few years. Oh, my God. I took up running on my 30th uh, when I turned 30. And um, I was scared to do that. Um, I was scared to join a running group for the first time and so scared that I had like fully dressed on my way to the run. As a matter of fact, it was a Martin Luther King day run to run to the MLK Memorial, which I was so excited about. 
But on the way there, I started thinking about, um, was I going to be slow? Was I going to be the last one? Was I going to look stupid? Um, was I going to pass out? Um, and I had psyched myself up so much that when I was getting dropped off, I almost like was like, never mind, let's just go watch a movie. Um, and the person I was with at the time really was like, we drove down here for nothing. We ain't driving down here for anything. Like you gonna get out this car. And so I got out and I went and it wound up being like the most amazing experience. I was not last. I was slow, but I was not last, not nearly last. I was in the middle of the pack. And it was an amazing experience for the first time to run on the National Mall down to the MLK Memorial. And I have photos and I remember uh, people like cheering and, you know, not like for me personally, but just cheering at, at the group. It was with Black Girls Run and it just being an amazing experience. And um, if I had let my fear and if that person didn't push me out of the car take over, I wouldn't have gotten to experience that. And that's something that has stayed with me of the rewards um, you get from feeling the fear and just doing it anyway. I've been rewarded more times than not when that has happened. And even if what I was afraid of occurred, I still was rewarded by some sort of lesson. I've still done it anyways, and I've still grown. And that's the things that that's those are the things I try to remind myself of when um, I feel anxious or scared to try something. As a matter of fact, there are a few questions I ask myself when I am afraid now that I think I'm old enough uh, to know better that this is just an emotion um, and young enough to still do it. These questions are, you know, what exactly are you afraid of? If you're, you know, feeling some sort of anxiety about something like, what exactly are you afraid is going to happen? What's the worst case scenario that could happen? And then I ask myself, okay, sure, let's say that that happens and it's awful and it sucks, right? What would you do then? Um, what, what would be the outcome or the consequence to that? And what would you do? And once I break it down from like acknowledging what's the worst possible thing that can happen and what would I do realizing that I could overcome it um, allows me to push forward with it anyways and you know worst case scenario never happens or hasn't happened so far but at least I know I have a little bit of a fallout plan for worst case scenario Um, and so those are some things that I do to overcome fear I'm still not perfect obviously none of us are but um, I've, I've been able to push through more barriers with this method and to think about fear in that way. I'm thorough when I'm scared um, and I still do it. Two, uh, around old enough to know better but still young enough to do it is to apply what I've learned. It's never too late to continue to learn and continue to apply it. I'm an avid reader. I've been reading my whole life since a, a young child thanks to my, my dad and my grandmother for really um, introducing me to my love of reading as a young child. Um, but as an avid reader, I've been exposed to a lot of things, a lot of opinions, a lot of thought processes. And especially um, during this last year, um, I did a reading challenge. Um, I'm still in the midst of the reading challenge, even though it's been completed. But for my 38th birthday in January, on January 12th of 2016, I did a reading challenge for myself to read 112 books between January 12th, 2016 and January uh, 12th, 2017. 
I finished the reading challenge uh, just before Christmas on December 23rd of 2016. So I'm kind of in a lull right now. I have some books I'm going to read, but I'm kind of on a little reading hiatus um, probably until my birthday <laughs> um, on Thursday. But um, during the course of you know, basically 12 months, less than 12 months, reading 112 books, uh, the contrasting opinions are even more magnified. Everything from uh, diet, you know, I've read about being vegan and practiced a vegan lifestyle for about four months um, early into 2016 to now I'm actually um, seven days into doing a whole 30 diet plan, which is uh, more of a paleo lifestyle, a cleaner paleo. And so I'm eating meat again, which is weird. Um, and it's conflicting. Um, and there's so much about how this diet talks about being whole and um, healthy and resetting your body, where a, a vegan would be like, no, you're you're poisoning your body. Um, and, and all of these things I've read about, you know, not eating meat and the benefits of going meatless. Um, and so sometimes I'm confused. That's conflicting. Um, everyone has workplace success and productivity tactics. Um, you name the topic, everyone has a, an opinion or a strategy. And one of the things that I've learned is I need to think for myself, apply what works for me, um, and decide what I want to do. And do is really the key word. Um, you know, I've listened to tons of podcasts and shows and thought leaders, and I've done tons of reading. I've talked to mentors and I've acquired a lot of knowledge as a result. Um, but one of the things that I've learned, and I've really been thinking a lot about this recently, and uh, this is a quote, uh, not from a rap song, but from uh, Tony Robbins. And he says, and pardon the language, but what you know means shit. And basically that is saying that until you apply what you know, it doesn't mean anything. Um, and that's really what I want to focus on. And, you know, the, lat the, the next chapter in this next phase, decade, if you will, of my life is really applying what I know and not just maintaining it or, you know, keeping the thoughts to myself. Speaking of, and this is the last point, um, is I'm focused on sharing the wealth. Um, I love to help people. I am very competitive, um, but I want everybody to win. I, I don't, I don't believe in, you know, I don't subscribe to the notion of putting people down so that you can shine. I want everyone to get their shine and I want to help people as much as I can. You know, I was thinking as I was uh, thinking on this topic when I was young, my mom told me that um, I used to give away the answers in class and, and you know, it was a kindergarten, first grade. And my mom had to explain to me why that was not a good thing to do. And it's funny, she never scolded me about it. And she was, you know, I think in some ways, I don't know, maybe amused, but I think she understood me. She understood that it wasn't um, malicious. Like I just simply, um, want, I knew the answer and I wanted to say what it was and I wanted to tell people. And I'm still that way today. Um, I just want to tell what I know. Um, and I understand that there are some lessons that we need to learn on our own. Um, but at the same time, you know, if I can prevent you from banging your head on the same, you know, spot that I, you know, injured myself or, you know, if you don't have to fall down this rabbit hole, 
um, that I fell down already, I could just say, hey, I already know what's down that road. You don't want to go down that road or, you know, look out for this. Um, I, I'd love to do that for people. You know, I grew up as a, in many ways, um, the oldest sibling. I have a younger sister. And amongst all of my cousins that I grew up with, um, I was the oldest. And so um, I took it on a chin for everyone. I was everyone's, you know, guinea pig. I was the first one to learn how to, you know, drive and stay home by yourself and cook and all of these things. And so um, and, and then shared those things. And so I feel like that still sticks with, sticks with me today. Um, and I wish a lot of times that I did have an, an older sister or a cousin, someone close in age to me, but older, um, that could have done some of that for me. Um, and, you know, I think that this is kind of what a lot of this is about. Why I want to share all the time is to help people. Um, and I have a platform to do that at work professionally. Um, you know, I am charged to develop and, and mentor people. And I take it very seriously. It's something I'm very passionate about. In fact, it's probably my favorite part of um, my job is helping people. Um, customers, yes, but the team as well. I'm just very passionate about developing professionals. And there's so many young professionals that I work with that, you know, you know, oh, to be that age again. And I wish I had someone to tell me some of these things <laughs> that I tell them that they probably don't appreciate. They often roll their eyes, but a lot of times they do. Um, but yeah, if, again, if I can avoid helping make mistakes and this will advance you further then that, I love that. And this is, you know, what I'm excited about doing is a quote from Jay-Z, my favorite rapper, where he even says, uh, Hove did that. So hopefully you don't have to go through that. And that's kind of the way that I apply um, or that's my logic behind a lot of these things. And, you know, finally, I think if no one else, you know, listens to this or reads anything I've written or, you know, gets anything out of the things that I share, I think that's fine. What I have learned or what I share, I realize is not for everyone or maybe not all of it is for everyone, um, but it's here. It's it's a contribution. Um, and if no one else reads it or listens to it, it's here for me. I'll know what it was. I'll remember and I'll be proud of this. I think this is part of my legacy.